You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. All right, my friends, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here, for tuning in and for listening. I so appreciate you. I love you guys so much. You really mean the absolute world to me. I just want to take a second to say thank you for listening, for showing up, for tuning in every single week, for subscribing to the show, for rating it, leaving those beautiful, generous reviews on iTunes. I so appreciate you. And I know there are many podcasts you could listen to or many other things you could be doing with your life right now. And you actively choose to listen to The Kelly Track Show. And I am forever deeply grateful for that. So I just wanted to send you some massive love and light your way today. I'm sending you a big virtual hug for being with me on this journey. I am slowly approaching the two-year mark for my business. And I really appreciate you for being here. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. So in this episode today, we are going to talk all about how to figure out what you should be doing with your life, especially if you have no freaking clue. So I was recently connecting with a friend and it really sparked and inspired me to do this episode because I remember being in her exact shoes thinking, uh, what should I be doing with my life? I have no idea. And it can sometimes feel like absolutely everybody has super strong clarity on their life and where they're going and what they're up to and their 10-year plan. And you're like twiddling your thumbs in the corner being like, yeah, that's not me. (laughs) I totally get you. I was so there. And in this episode, I want to give you some clear strategies, some guiding questions to ask yourself and some support if you are currently navigating that right now. Before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to the review of the week. And this one comes from Kate in Poland. So shout out to you, Kate, because you are tuning in from Poland. I so appreciate having such a diverse group of international listeners and international hearts. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. So Kate writes, five stars. I'm always waiting for new episodes. I discovered the Kelly Track Show not so long ago, but I can already see it's different from other self-development and business theme podcasts that I listen to. Somehow everything that Kelly says gets to me immediately. I love how she illustrates most topics with quotes and her personal experiences. I recommend the podcast to anyone who wants to make a difference in their life. Thank you so much, Kate. She is O Pinkie Pie on Instagram. I so appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to be the review of the week for next week, be sure to leave a rating and review over on the Apple Podcasts app, plus leave your Instagram handle to be entered to win the giveaway, which is still going on. All you got to do, just leave a rating, review, and your Instagram handle in the comment, and you're going to be entered to win both of my courses, aka Your Best Life and Your Conscious Empire. Plus, I want to give a quick shout out to so many of the international listeners that are tuning in. I can see in my rankings of where the Kelly Track Show falls in terms of ratings internationally, so I want to give a couple of shout outs. So currently, we are number five in Albania for self-help on Apple Podcasts. We are number 156 in Cambodia for self-help, 303 in Taiwan for self-help, 140 for self-help in Honduras, 97 in Armenia for health, and also 41 in Armenia for self-help. 
It is so fun to see how the rankings come in because they literally come in from all over the world. I've got Cambodia, Hong Kong, Taiwan, Malaysia, Czech Republic, Greece, Vietnam, Dominican Republic, Pakistan, Lithuania, Jamaica, Honduras, Armenia. Thank you so much to all of my international listeners who live in those pockets. Of course, a huge shout out if you are in my main dominant groups, so aka America. Shout out to my American hearts and Australia, all my Australian listeners, my Canadian listeners, the peeps in the UK, some in Europe. And thank you to all the people that listen in from every single corner of the globe. I am so touched that you tune in and your love does not go unnoticed. So thank you so much for being here. Now, last but not least, before we dive into this episode, support for this episode comes from Four Sigmatic. So I am currently sipping on their Chaga Mushroom Elixir. If I could have any superpower, it would be the ability to blink my eyes and be in a new destination immediately and eliminate all of the travel time. Traveling takes up like a whole day when you're going somewhere new and that would be my superpower. So until I get that, because I'm currently experiencing jet lag and I'm recovering from my flight home from Hawaii, I am getting all the adaptogenic mushrooms I can today. <laughs> so it definitely includes my Four Sigmatic Chaga Mushroom Elixir. Taro, the founder of Four Sigmatic, definitely says that Chaga Mushroom is amazing because number one, it's super anti-inflammatory. So it's amazing if you have autoimmune conditions or a lot of inflammation in your body or if you travel a lot. And inflammation definitely comes with like a ton of travel and the jet fuel that you're exposed to on the planes. I just absolutely love drinking this stuff. It tastes so good. I just have my Four Sigmatic Chaga Mushroom Elixir with some almond milk that has a vanilla in it. And that's it. Hot water and there you go and it's sitting right beside me in my little white cup lol this cup it says good morning handsome (laughs) so this cup my mom had bought and she bought it for me to give to chris because she's like oh these are so cute they're on sale and one of them is good morning beautiful and one is good morning handsome but i just thought it was cute so it's mine (laughs) so it's sitting in my good morning handsome cup anyways it's like 236 so it's not even morning anymore but whatever doesn't matter you can use whatever cup you like so if you want to give four sigmatic a try just use the promo code kelly track which is all one word at checkout for 15 percent off your order anytime now this episode is also sponsored by podigy so podigy is a company that edits podcasts and i am so deeply grateful for riley and his team supporting me and the kelly track show If you have a podcast and you've been creating it for a while and you are kind of tired of doing the editing yourself and uploading it to your platform and syndicating the show, Podigy can help you do that and take all the work off your hands. Or if you're creating a podcast for the very first time and you're like totally stuck, they can totally set up your entire show for you and do all that technical backend work. So all you got to do is record it. Podigy is a absolute dream to work with. When I was looking at different companies and hiring this out and somebody to partner with to support me for the Kelly Track Show, I wanted a team member and a supporter that would be like just so on top of it really bring an A-plus game, really treat the show like their own, and Riley and his team totally do that. So I so appreciate you, Riley, for editing this every single week. Dan, I appreciate you for doing the show notes and uploading it. Thank you so much. Now, if you have a podcast of your own and you're ready to finally outsource it and get somebody to take care of it for you and you just stay in your lane in your zone of genius, I would 100% recommend hiring Podigy. So if you sign up, definitely just let them know that the Kelly Track Show sent you because you're going to get 50% off your first month of editing, which is super sweet. All right, peeps, that's all the stuff I wanted to say to you today. And let's get into this juicy episode right away. 
All right, my friends. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how you can start figuring out what you should be doing with your life. We're going to talk a lot about the mindset work in this episode and reframing things, seeing things through different lenses, learning to sort of fine tune that. So the mindset work is something I really deeply root my methodology in. So this is really clearing up how you think. Your mindset is what your mind is set on, aka everything you think about all the time. It's what you think about in the shower. It's what you think about while you're on a walk. It's what you think in the grocery lineup. It's mastering that voice inside your head. And yes, you can totally master this voice. So I want to let you know that I have created a free six-day online video course that teaches you how to master your mindset. So if you want to enroll in this and you are really looking at doing something bigger with your life or you're looking to create something or you just need some support on going to the next level, I highly encourage you to start with the mindset work first. So all you got to do is go over to kellytrack.com slash mindset and you're going to find it right there. It's totes for free. I want this to be something you can enjoy. So it comes to you every single day for six days in your inbox and you get a video of me teaching you mindset work. So quite often we have something that we want to pursue, but there is a lot of fear around it. There's a lot of self-doubt and worry around it. There's a lot of self-limiting beliefs like, I can't do that. That's not for me. I'm not good enough. This course is going to teach you how to rewire that in your brain and reprogram your brain and really start to take on a new mindset. So it's just kellytrack.com slash mindset for you to get access to that totally free course. Now, before we dive into the full strategies I'm sharing with you today, I want to just explain that having uncertainty about your life and your path and your purpose on this planet is normal. It's super normal to not have everything figured out. Instagram sure makes it look like everybody has their shit together online and that everybody knows exactly what they're doing and they know exactly where they're going and they have a really clear 10-year plan and that's just not the case. There is so much uncertainty. Everybody has question marks and unknowns and fill in the blanks that they just don't know how to fill in. And if you are sitting there right now, I want you to know that you are not alone. You are so not alone. I was planning some 2019 strategy for my business in Hawaii and I had entered something into my electronic journal and had pulled up this old prompt, which I had found in the past. So In the old days, I was going to say in the olden days, but that sounds like the days when we milked cows and lived on a farm and wore bonnets. No. (laughs) Uh, September 20th, 2016, to be precise, I found this electronic journal entry into, and just into this app where I keep some notes and I keep my business notes in there because it's easy. I can just do it from my phone. I found this entry that I want to read out loud to you. So September 20th, 2016 from Kelly Track, AKA the olden days. (laughs) Sometimes I have no friggin' clue as to what I am doing with my life. Exclamation mark. It is scary sometimes. I feel like I'm sort of wandering through life, waiting for it to hit me. I am worried I am wasting my time in San Francisco. This is a hella expensive trip to, quote, figure my life out, unquote. I am feeling sad quite often. I do not know my purpose and what I am supposed to be doing. So that's legit what I wrote. And I wanted to share this with you really honestly, because reading this back, it just reminded me of of the unknown and reminding me of where I was, honestly, like roughly two years ago. Things move. And when you do get clarity on what's next and you follow enough steps, purpose does appear. But there is a phase where you just don't know. 
And I really do believe that that is a really important phase. So I want to just begin by saying, if you are in the unknown space and you feel like you are just treading water or figuring it out or playing around with stuff and you just feel like it's you're doing a bunch of discombobulated things, trust that there is a greater plan for you. Trust that this is going somewhere. Trust that this will be beneficial down the road. A huge piece of what I teach in your conscious empire is that you are creating experiences, even though you don't know it, in five years from now, you will realize why exactly you needed to have that experience or how that is supporting you in, in your present reality. And that nothing is a mistake and everything is on purpose. Even if you feel like you're in a really lame job right now, scooping ice cream for 10 bucks an hour, and you're like, this is not my life's calling, but I don't know what else to do. Trust that this is leading you somewhere in this phase of the unknown. I'm also going to say that I did a really great episode on navigating risk and uncertainty, which I'm going to link out in the show notes. If you are struggling with uncertainty, I really encourage you to shift your mindset around that. Listen to that episode. It's deeply insightful. It's one of my personal favorites. Honestly, I think is one of my best because I struggled with uncertainty for so much of my life. I just did not know what the hell I was doing for so long. And that episode really explains how I reframed uncertainty. But what I really want to share with you today is the fact that this phase of the unknown has meaning and has purpose. So it's okay if you don't have all the answers. One day you will know the answers and it's going to make sense. And it's okay if you don't have the answers right now. You know, I remember being in San Francisco. I don't exactly remember writing that note, but I remember that uncertainty that came with one of my trips down there. And I was thinking, like, what the fuck am I doing? This is a waste of time. I am living in this expensive place right now. It was a lot of money for for rent in that place. I was spending a ton of money, like meeting people, trying to get my ideas off the ground, taking people out for coffee, for lunches, Ubering, getting meetings, like reaching out to people. It, it was like a pretty expensive trip. And I remember just thinking, am I just throwing money down the drain? Like, does this have a point? And even though you have great uncertainty, you just have to trust that it is going to take you somewhere and that the plan is going to unfold for you along the way. You know, the plan for your life unfolds with every single step you take. You are co-creating with the universe. You're not in this alone. You are working with your divine higher order. If you believe in that, whatever, source, universe, JC, Jesus Christ, whatever, Whatever you believe in, and if you trust that there is some sort of greater plan for you and higher power, I like to call it the universe, and the universe is also very universal, so I like to use that language in the podcast and in my teachings and my courses and offerings. But you like you show up for 50% of it, and it shows up for 50%. And some days, all you can do is trust that whatever you are doing is taking you somewhere. And I know that's like a tall order, especially if the word trust is pretty new to you. Yet, looking back at that journal entry from my perspective right now, if I just had a little bit more trust that one day this would be meaningful, I would have had a lot more feelings of being settled, you know, feelings of ease. And it's really okay to question where you're at. And it's really okay to feel the uncertainty. And it's really okay to lay in bed and cry and be like, what am I doing with my life? I've had so many of those moments, so many of those. So know that you are not alone. I also want to say that quite often, I don't know what I am doing. One of the things that had really come up for me in this trip was the fact that I did not know what I was going to be doing in 2019. I'm like two months away from hitting my two-year anniversary with my business. So I have taken kellytrack.com 
to this point. And I have done everything I know how to do, everything that I have learned from business school, from Silicon Valley, from educating myself, studying from various teachers or mentors or podcasters or course creators. I have taken it this far and I have built it this far. I had this knowingness that whatever I was going to do to go forward was a whole lot of stuff I had never done before, strategies I didn't even know existed, stuff I was not implementing in my business because I just didn't know it was there. I talk a lot about this pie chart and I talk about this in Your Conscious Empire. I reference it in that episode I did on risk and uncertainty, but this idea of the unknown unknowns, it's the stuff that you don't know that you don't know. So stuff that you're like totally oblivious and unaware about. That is essentially all the things I have to figure out for 2019 for kellytrack.com. And going into this Hawaii trip, I had a ton of uncertainty around this upcoming year. And I remember seeing somebody post on Instagram her little journal and it said, big plans for 2019. And I remember thinking, oh my God, I have zero plans for 2019. What the hell? (laughs) Oh my God, I'm so like, I'm so slow on the goal setting. And that's just Instagram self-comparison for you. So whenever you come to the work, that's a perfect time to come to the work and ask the questions. I want you to know that I don't have it all figured out all the time. There's parts of my life I do understand and there's parts that I do know and what I do know, I try to relate to you. You know what I mean? And then there's so much stuff I just don't know. There's still so many aspects of my life that I am continuously working on. Parts of my own mindset, parts of my attitude and my behavior, my uh, my relationship with Chris, parts of me that I am trying to improve, parts of me that are still very stubborn and annoying that I am trying very immensely to pivot and to change. That is something I actively work on because, you know, I, I am not perfect and I don't have it all figured out and I don't have all the answers to every single thing. So I want to just be clear with you because that's real talk. So yeah, I'm a business coach and I teach people business strategy and how to get their businesses off their ground and how to make their dreams a real thing and what that looks like. And then here I am sitting, going into 2019 and being like, well, I've done everything I know how to do personally with my education and my experiences and background. And now it's time to say, I don't know and get help. And this clarity really came to me through through my Hawaii trip. So I want to kind of explain in the strategy bits of this episode how I even got answers because all the answers came to me in a week. And it was sometimes, sometimes life works like this where we just don't know. And then boom, it like hits you. But sometimes you're in the mud and you have no clue and you're waiting around. So I want to give you some actual tangible strategies on how to start figuring out what you should be doing with your life. Hey there, it's me. I'm just swinging by really quickly to interrupt this amazing and divine episode. And I want to pause and ask you this one question. Are you feeling kind of stuck on your path to greatness? Do you feel like there's something out there that you desire, but you're kind of holding yourself back? You're not really going for it and you're really not showing up for that life calling of yours? If so, I would love to introduce you to the mindset work. So what exactly is mindset? Well, it's where your mind is set. So this looks like your thoughts, your beliefs, and how you perceive the world to be. All you need is a couple of quick and simple tools to help you shift the way you think. This is the stuff that has truly transformed my life and has allowed me to soar to the highest level of achievement. Now, I want to teach you these exact skills. They're super easy. And I want to invite you to my free six-day video course called How to Master Your Mindset. So when you enroll, you're going to learn how to ace your inner critic and finally ditch that negative self-talk, how to deal with that fear of yours and really go for what you want 
how to overcome those self-limiting beliefs that keep you small, stuck, and settling. You'll learn how to truly step into your personal power and worth and adopt the possibility mindset that allows you to just watch and witness your dreams unfold. So all you got to do to get access to this sweet, awesome, and free, yes, I said the magic word, free course, is just kellytrack.com slash mindset. And the link is in the show notes. That's kellytrack.com slash mindset. All right, peeps. Now back to the show. So first things first, stop saying, I don't know. When people ask you, hey, like, what do you want to do next year? Or where do you want to go on vacation? Or where do you see yourself in two years? Or do you still want to work at this company in three years? Don't say, I don't know. The more you say, I don't know, that's what you are giving your power away to, right? For me, there I was, and I was thinking, oh my God, 2019, what am I going to do? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And you know, if you keep saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, you are never going to find the answer because you continually repeat and tell your mind and your subconscious mind that you don't know. If you change that narrative and you change your mindset and you start focusing on what you do know, that is a whole lot better because now you got some answers and some clues to start working on. Say, for example, you're not sure about what your life purpose is and what career trajectory you should do and if you should really stay in your corporate gig or if you should start your own thing. And if people ask you, well, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And you really want to say, I don't know, try saying, okay, well, what do I know? And if I had to take a guess, what would I guess here? So maybe you're like, I want to live somewhere sunny. I want to work with my best friend. I want to do a business where we make jewelry together. Maybe that's just like some ideas and some hints and some clues that you have about what would feel good in 10 years to do. If that's all you know, Start affirming that. So instead of being really wrapped up in this, I don't know, I'm so lost, I'm so confused, everybody help me, my life sucks. If you keep reiterating that and you take on that mindset, that's what you get more of, right? What you continually express is what you perpetuate in your life. So try to shift that narrative to the things that you do know, even if it's just the fact that you want to live somewhere sunny, if you want to live somewhere warm, if you want to be surrounded by palm trees, even if you have no freaking clue, take a second to get a piece of paper out and write down the things that you do want for your life or for your job or for your career or for the next year of school. Write down the things that you do want. Maybe you're like, you know what? I do want to take a gap year next year. Or maybe I do want to actually go on exchange and study abroad. Or next year, I do want to join that, that club that supports women in business and entrepreneurship. Or I do want to enroll in that one class about minerals and gems. Whatever that clarity is, write down that on a list. The stuff you know that you want, right? Because all of a sudden you have clarity on what's next, even if it's really small. Also, trust you got to trust. I think I'm going to say trust like 8 million times in this episode. (laughs) So just bear with me. You just got to trust that whatever comes up is part of what's going to feel intuitively right and what your intuition is calling you towards. As Lacey Phillips would say in her lingo, your pings. What I would say, it's your intuitive next steps, your action steps, your inspired actions. Even if it's tiny, even if it's very small, like enrolling in that course about minerals and gems, even if it's really, really tiny, trust it. It doesn't have to be big because the next steps are always quite small. Clarity starts with like tiny, tiny, nitty gritty things. So I know for me, when I was thinking about 2019 and what I was going to do, my instincts were like, okay, well, I need help. So I had my eye on 
getting into a couple masterminds that I had been looking at. And the masterminds I've been looking at, you have to qualify income-wise to do. So these two masterminds, I would love to get into next year. And that was all I really knew for 2019 in terms of concrete strategy things. I was like, well, I want to get into this mastermind and that mastermind. And that was all the inspired next step actions that I got. So just trust that whatever comes up is the right thing. So my number two tip is to hang out with people that do know what they're doing with their life and they are loving their life. So I want to give a caveat here. So quite often we hang out with people who are either clear on their life but are going in a direction that we don't really want to go in, aka hanging out with that friend who is like super dead set on her corporate career and climbing the ladder. And even though that doesn't make her super happy and fulfilled, she's like, well, if I just work here for the next five years, I'll make partner. We all know those friends. Um, And then there are the people who know what they want to do with their life and they love what they do with their life. This is the friend that is, you know, running their own heart-centered business and really showing up to life every single day and absolutely loving it. They have clarity on what they're doing with their life. Hang out with people that do understand and know where they are going because who we hang out with is who we become, right? So if you hang out with people who are also in the I don't know camp and who have a ton of uncertainty and not a lot of clarity, or if they are the people that have clarity, but they're not fulfilling a role that's really deeply engaging for them and their soul's purpose and path, then that's what we become. So the more we hang out with those peeps, the more we take on those narratives too. So Really fine-tune who you're spending a lot of time with. This does not mean cutting people out and being like, well, you guys all don't know what you're doing, so see ya. This looks like spending more time with people who know what they're doing and they love their life. So this looks like hanging out with those friends that are really kicking butt, hanging out with that mentor, reaching out to them, even hiring a coach. If you don't know anybody, hire a life coach. That is a life coach's job. So hire me, hire somebody else, get somebody to help you figure out the blanks, help you fill in the blanks, find people that you really resonate with, whether this is listening to podcasts, podcasters who you love and adore, and they have clarity on where they're going and you really respect and admire them. Or maybe you take an online course where you have a community of fellow seekers who are asking the same questions as you. Or maybe you are reading some books and learning about how these people figured out their path. Or you're learning about somebody's story who had a ton of purpose and guidance. Like maybe it's a memoir that you read or a book where you just learn about how somebody did it. Surround yourself with those people. This is so, so, so important. So important. So important. I think I said so important like eight times there, but it is so important. (laughs) Hanging out with people that know what they're doing with their life and are headed in a direction they love because that stuff rubs off on you. And the opposite rubs off on you really fast too. It's so hard to change your life when you have an environment and a group of friends that are not interested in doing that or people that are totally convinced on climbing some sort of ladder for for the sake of climbing some ladder and looking good on paper and doing it at the ego and sounding good at a cocktail party. It's very hard to get clear on your life's purpose, especially if your life's purpose is a little bit different like and really different and unconventional or more creative or something you've never done before. It's hard to shift to a new paradigm if you're stuck in the same environment. What environment you are in is what you become, right? So hanging out with different people and investing, if you have to, in a coach, hanging out with people that are kicking butt turns you into a person that is kicking butt. And when you spend time with people who have clarity, 
it's like some magic fairy dust rubs off on you and you're like, wait a second, I have clarity. It's really amazing to spend time with people that are inspiring and having those people in your environment and actively seeking them out. And if you honestly are starting with nobody, so I grew up in sort of like a smaller suburb in Canada and I did not have a lot of thought leaders and people at my fingertips that were really inspiring. The very first things I turned to were books. And I'm just being really honest with you because sometimes we listen to this kind of thing. And I remember the first time I heard feedback to get a coach, it was like, well, what's a coach? Books are very easy to start with. Like I love Danielle Laporte's The Desire Map to help you figure out your core desired feelings and take it from there. I listen to a ton of Lori Harder's Earn Your Happy podcast. I've been listening to her show for two plus years. I love that woman so much. Lori Harder and Chris Harder, her husband, he runs an amazing podcast called For the Love of Money. Listen to these people, read these books, start there. That's a really easy way to expand your mind because- that's where you can start filling in some answers for yourself. Do it in a way that's really easy and tangible. So, you know, filling in a workbook or listening to a several podcasts and starting with the little things. And once you have done a lot of that, so for those of you that are avid readers or your avid podcast listeners, take it to the next level. Join some sort of online coaching program, like join a program, meet other like-minded people, hire a coach one-on-one, get that one-on-one support. That's how you really transcend and make big change in a small time. You know, I had been doing lots of reading on my own for years, but until I got like one-on-one help in an online coaching program from a coach or until like I had worked with somebody personally, that was when the really big changes were happening, right? Because you have accountability, right? And it's a two-way dialogue. Like this podcast is a one-way thing. Me talking to you right now, or if you're reading a book, it's you reading the book. It's a one-way conversation. And when you can sort of turn that into a two-way dialogue and you are working with somebody who's at an elevated level and is really clear on what they're doing with their life, that's when you have the quantum leap and you really rise up and you, you get clear. So the point at which you enroll in a program or hire a coach, it will be an intuitive thing. It's going to feel like an intuitive yes. I've asked almost all of my coaching clients how they knew it was time to sign up with me. It's always sort of come as this intuitive thing. They're like, I just knew, or it felt like the right time. That's the way our intuition speaks. When you have that internal click and that intuitive hit and that next step or this idea that you cannot get out of your head. It's like the universe is sending you this message again and again and again. It's like when you get an email every single day from that person who got your email on the spam account. And you're like, oh my God, the spammer is sending me the same email to buy this supplement. And I'm like, I just do not want this. Do you know those messages you get in your spam trash box? The universe communicates with you in the same way. It sends you the same message again and again and again and again until you get it. So if you're getting that intuitive pull or that hit or that divine download, as I call it, to hire somebody, you got to take action. You got to go with that immediately because that is the universe giving you guidance on your path. P.S. As a quick note on that, if you are looking at working with me and hiring me for one-on-one life or business coaching for 2019, I'm only taking a handful of people this year. So I really encourage you to apply. So it's just kellytrack.com slash coaching and you can apply. So coaching is by application only because I want to make sure that I can truly help you and support you and that I am the coach for you. So I am probably taking on maybe less than 12 people this year for 2019. So if life or business coaching speaks to you and if it calls to you, just apply and we'll get in touch for a 
30-minute chat on Skype. So what is coaching in a nutshell? I do life and business coaching. So life coaching is helping you figure out what you should be doing with your life and helping you solve those answers and helping you clear up your mindset. A lot of what holds people back is just the doubt, the self-doubt, the fear that they're not good enough and what's my family going to think and what are my coworkers going to think and I'm not really good enough. And this is what makes my work and my coaching in particular super unique because I really help you get clear on that mindset work first and help you figure out what you should be doing and where you want to take your life, especially if you are pursuing something that is not traditional. <laughs> Let me help you with that. That's life coaching. The second half of that is if you're ready to start something and actually get this idea off the ground, that's business coaching. So that looks like building a business with you from scratch. So I support in business coaching on a ton of different things that you're probably not even aware of. So everything from helping you build your website, figuring out stuff on like legal, getting you connected to a lawyer, figuring out and like helping you set up your payment gateways give you like literally every single step. Like, okay, well, you got to do this. We have to create your products. Okay. You don't know your products. Okay. Let's figure out your products. Let's figure out your pricing together. Let's figure out how much you want to make this year and like work back with you to figure out how you can have a plan. You know, let's create a marketing and strategy plan for you. Let's figure out even like everything on how to get your Instagram stories right. With my business coaching clients, I give them everything. Literally, business in a box. So if you are buying like the eight week package or the 16 week package, by the end of that, you have a full business up and running and off the ground. That's what I do in business coaching and life coaching. One is sort of figuring out where you want to go. And the other one is making it real. So if that speaks to you and if that calls to you, and if you intuitively know that I'm the right coach for you, I really encourage you to apply because some of the spots are already gone. And I'm also actively making space for some new things I'm looking to create in 2019. So hence the limited number of one-on-one coaching spots. That was point two, hanging out with people that do understand what they're doing and knowing that you can really elevate where you're going in life by hanging out with people that know where they're going and just going for it. You know, I remember having a big hang up around the very first time I started investing in myself and my personal development, especially if this is new for you. Like the very first time you pay somebody or you pay for a course or you take a seminar or a program and you're like, oh my God, I'm giving this money over. Like, what am I going to get in return? I remember the first time I had signed up for this online group coaching program and it was like 300 bucks. And I was thinking, is this really going to provide me the same value as a really nice gray cashmere sweater? (laughs) I was like, I don't know. And let me tell you this, every time you invest in yourself, you get a tenfold return in the process. Oh my God, investing in yourself and your development and your learning is the most important thing you can do with your money because you are telling the universe, hey, I really matter. I'm really important. And you start taking your dreams on another level. You start making it serious, you know? That's another thing. Like the first time I sort of put money down for a online group coaching program, it was it was like I was telling the universe, hey, with a megaphone, I matter. I'm important. My dreams have significance and I'm going to make this a real thing. How you do that is by putting the energy of money behind it, right? So if you've never put down the money for something to invest in yourself, I encourage you to try it. And where your money goes is where your energy flows, right? So money and energy are a huge thing. I'm obsessed with talking about money and money mindset and being able to take out your credit card and put money down for an investment in yourself or your business or your future dreams. Oh my God. It's like, you're just, it's, you're a magnet for miracles. You are a magnet for awesome stuff in your life because you are literally shouting to the universe, 
this is serious, this is important, and this is a real thing. So I just wanted to give you guys that note that I have been there being like, well, self-development and personal development, like, is that really a good investment? Like, is is hiring a coach, like, really going to help me? It pays off immensely, like 10x. Whatever you put in, you get back 10x when it comes to self-development. So I just wanted to say that because I definitely was in your shoes of being like, what the hell am I going to get back from this? So number three is creating space, creating space for the answers to come in. So I want to talk a little bit about the universe and how the universe likes to work. The universe needs space to give you what you desire. If you want your manifestations, you got to have room for the manifestations to come in, right? So if you are continually working a nine to five job and you're like, I really want my, you know, side hustle to take off more Well, you got to create more space for it to take off more, right? Cutting down at the hours of work and spending more time on your own business. Like if you want more clients, for example, well, and if you, if you already have like a packed calendar and you're like stuffed to the max with like meetings and appointments and client meetings, and you're like, no universe, I need like five more clients this year. If you don't have space for those clients to flow in, the universe can't give you that. It's just visualize it like Literally, I always visualize it like a calendar, like my iCal on my Mac. If everything is penciled in, you cannot make room for stuff that's new, right? Unless you delete stuff. The universe needs a home, right? It needs to go somewhere. If you have money coming in online, you need an online bank account to collect it. It cannot just sit there in the payment gateway and be like, yo, where am I going? It needs a final destination. So creating space is so key. Now, I did not really understand the value of this until I started my own business. Because when you have your own business, you have the luxury of creating your own schedule and living life according to your rules. And when I was always in school or university, I was always jam-packed. And I don't know, it, it's, it's a really different mindset. And for those of you that are still in environments where you have a lot of people directing what you should be doing with your time, I really encourage you to Take the space that you can, even if it's just a weekend, just taking a weekend, taking whatever you have, even if it's when you're home at five o'clock, like taking a hundred percent of that time from five o'clock to 10 PM, just creating a space for you, just doing whatever you can, regardless of the time that you have at work, just carving out something for yourself where you're like, this is my time. You need space and time to get the answers, right? When you have a clear mind and you have clear space, that's when the answers flow in. The same thing works with creativity. A lot of people ask me, how do you make so much content, Kelly? Or how do you have all these ideas for courses? And how come you have a show every single week? Like, don't you run out of ideas? I have a lot of space in my life for ideas to come in for the divine downloads. And I intentionally make that space so that they come in. It makes sense. Like, I always imagine, like, even if you're like digging a little hole, you know, when you're in the sand playing at the beach and you dig a little hole in the sand and that's how the water flows in. If the water just comes in on the sand and goes out and, and the sand is flat, the sand the water just comes in and it goes back out. It's just an ebb and flow. But if you create a little hole in the sand and then the water and the tide pools in and that fills up with water and that's exactly how the universe operates. So you need to create space to get the next step. For those of you that are just continuing to push on and press on and jam-pack your schedules and continue to stress yourself out and burn yourself out, you cannot get the answers. The answers don't come from burnout. I always say, like, if you want, you know, more ideas or creative ideas, you do not get creative ideas after five meetings 
at like a 6 p.m. on a Friday night after like a really tiring day. You're not going to go home like, wow, I just have this brand new idea for this new campaign I want to launch. You are drained and tired, right? The universe needs you to be rested, recharge, have space, have time. And that is how you get the answers to come in. So when I was away in Hawaii, I went into that trip thinking, well, I have no clue what I'm doing for 2019. And within a week... I had the whole thing figured out, (laughs) which is kind of crazy. And I was thinking, oh my God, I got to come to Hawaii more often. I should literally just book times off in my calendar and just have it as (laughs) business strategy time because there I am literally doing nothing. People ask me all the time, what did you guys do in Hawaii? I laid down, I slept in, I made nice food, (laughs) I laid in the sun and I went to the beach and that's it. That's it. I listened to a ton of podcasts, but that's it. I didn't go on any hikes. I didn't do any sightseeing. I go to my favorite beaches again and again, and I just lay there. (laughs) My mom always says, and she used to say growing up that I was her reptilian child, aka like I always need to be like the iguana laying on the rock in the sun to get my energy because I love the sun and I really recharge in the sun. I'm like, oh yeah, the sun. But that's all I do. I just, I just do nothing. When you create that space to just do nothing, that's how the answers come to you. So I talk about this in your conscious empire, but every time I go away to Hawaii, I get some sort of new download for what's next. And that's because I make the space for it. Now you might be thinking, okay, Kelly, I have no space and I have no time. I'm going to just give you some real talk because I am a straight shooter and I wish somebody had just told this to me. You actively chose every single thing in your life, right? So if you are like, I have no time, well, What did you do to get to that point? What did you pick? What can you say no to? You create everything in your life and you have so much power, my friend. So say no to some stuff. Cancel. Bail. It's okay to cancel and bail. You know, if you're not feeling pulled to go to that party anymore or, you know, you got to make space, get support, get help. Maybe you need somebody to help with your kids. You know, hire a babysitter for the afternoon so you can go to a cafe for two hours. You know, do what you can to support yourself for success and get help. Don't be afraid to ask for the help and for the support so that you can take that time. You you can create what you want. And another way I like to create more space and time in my life is to think about, well, what can I remove in order just to get more space? So instead of like trying to find more space, just stop doing something. So for example, this could look like stop going on Instagram for a whole week and just see how you can get some time back. If you track your screen time at all, quite often people spend about at least an hour a day on their phone, right? On Instagram. So if you stop going on Instagram for one hour every single day, you could just get back an hour, right? And you could take that hour and chill. You know, maybe that looks like recharging by going for a walk or for a yoga class or sitting down with a cup of coffee and a notebook or reading a book. Like, Delete the Instagram time and just take time for you. That's a really easy way to create more space in your life when you're like, ah, my plate is super full. Now, if you want my personal recommendation, because this is what I do when I need answers, I book a solo trip. It's just me and I go. And I've had some amazing solo trips by myself in LA and in Australia. And oh my God, the clarity that comes when you are spending a week in a new city by yourself. It's so beautiful. I've had some of my best ideas from this one cafe called the Groundwork Cafe in Santa Monica in California. And just having the space and flexibility to wake up when you want and go to the cute stores that you like and 
Go to that cafe that looks really appealing to you and you just get to spend that week doing what you love and marinating in the stuff you love. And then you take out a notebook and you kind of start doing some free flow journaling about what you want for your life. That is what I would give to you as my personal recommendation because that's what works for me. And you know, maybe you're on a vacation with your partner and maybe that looks like going somewhere with the two of you, but you get some space and time alone, right? You get to go to a coffee shop for an hour by yourself and you get to go wander the streets by yourself for a bit and you get some space to to do what you love and to do what you enjoy. And by doing what you love and what you enjoy, you start learning your your own habits and your own patterns and what lights you up. And quite often, we just don't know what lights us up. I remember one of my friends told me, she's like, Kelly, she's like, you don't have any hobbies. And I remember thinking, that's so rude. (laughs) But she was so right. I had no hobbies. The only thing I did was school, 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 extracurriculars, study. That was it. You know, commute home. That was all I did. I didn't do anything. And when she asked me, you know, what are your hobbies? I was thinking like, oh my God, what are my hobbies? Having space to be with ourselves and just hang out with ourselves, it allows you the chance to know yourself and to learn more about yourself and what you love and what you really, really love and what you love to do and who you want to be and how you want your life to be. I had so much beautiful clarity and perspective roll in on this, you know, black Moleskine notebook in in that cafe in Santa Monica. It was so sunny. It was so beautiful. Everybody around me was drinking these amazing like lavender lattes and like beautiful avocado toast with eggs benny and everything was really yummy and gluten-free and pretty. And you know when they make the food really pretty? And I remember sitting at that wooden table after this week by myself in Los Angeles. And I remember just writing down things I wanted for my life. And it kind of had come after my last trip to San Francisco. This was my final cap. It was last week in LA, last time in California. And then I would come home for good um, because I had made my decision. No more San Francisco, no more tech startups. And I had wrapped up that trip with one week in LA by myself. That's when I started getting the intuitive downloads of like, I would love my own space and I would love a really cute apartment. And I would love really cute pillows that are kind of bohemian and had little poofs. Like that's what came to me and just have the clarity to write down whatever feels good and grasp onto those tiny little things. And the best way to get those answers and to start filling in what you do know you want for your life is to create space for yourself. So if you can take a solo trip one week by yourself in a city that you love and just do the things that you love, it's another thing where you're telling the universe, I matter, I'm important, and you can create space for some beautiful ideas to flow in. Hey there, it's me. I just want to interrupt this amazing episode and remind you that there is a sweet giveaway going on. All you got to do is scroll over on your Apple Podcasts app, click the Kelly Track Show, scroll down to write a review and leave your rave review and Instagram handle so I can find you. And then you will be entered to win both Your Best Life and Your Conscious Empire, which are my two top-notch courses. So when you're done enjoying this episode, be sure to go leave a rating and review and the universe will so give you a cosmic wink and some good karma will flow your way today. And if you need a visual of what I'm talking about, just go to kellytrack.com slash giveaway and it's totally right there for you. All right, peeps, back to the show. So my tip number five on figuring out what you should do with your life is to cut out the noise and get good at listening in. So what do I mean when I when I say this? There are so many people shouting for your attention. 
advertisers, the media, watch this next video on Netflix coming up in 15 seconds. You know, Instagram ads, there is so much noise begging for your attention. And the only thing that really matters is the wisdom that is within your heart. So this is your soul, your intuition, your higher guidance. It's whatever you connect to and the words that you use to articulate what is deeper inside you. This is the stuff that matters. This is the only voice that matters. Now, it's taken me a long time to hone my intuition and to get clear on that. And if you can listen to your intuition, I did an episode on how to hear your intuition. (laughs) I will link that in the show notes for you. Please listen if you haven't. It's really insightful. If you know how to listen to your intuition and access that guidance, it gives you all the clarity you need on what's next. Once you recognize how your intuition speaks to you, maybe you hear a voice, aka it's like your own voice, but it comes as like, it comes as your own voice. It's like, you should message Sarah. Like, it'll be like things like that. I was sitting on a plane and one of my old friends named Sarah kept popping up into my head. And I'm like, oh my God, I should message Sarah and she's just see what she's up to. And it's recognizing the style in which your intuition speaks and calls to you. So maybe maybe it comes through a knowingness of like, oh, I, I just have this knowing that I should reach out to Sarah. Or maybe you like hear your own voice say it. Like that's how I connect to it. It's like, oh, I wonder what Sarah's up to or you should reach out to Sarah. Or maybe it comes as just like an intuitive next step, like enroll in that class or message that professor you used to study with and see if he's taking any, you know, openings for the grad program. Like, Whatever that sort of intuitive thing that hits you in whatever style it comes at you, that is the noise you should be listening to. And that's it. Those are literally your signals from the universe. Those are your inspired actions and your next steps. Getting good at listening to your own intuition and your own voice and tuning out the noise is a continual practice because we have stuff like social media and the internet and Netflix and Google that keep us very distracted. Also, other people's opinions. All that shit does not matter. The only thing that matters is what's in your heart. And holy freaking cow, if I can say anything of importance, it's listening into that voice and trusting what it says, having the courage to follow it because that's all that matters at the end of the day. It's really all that matters. So how exactly do you start cutting out the noise? Well, unfollow people on Instagram. Take a break off Instagram for a week. Don't check social media. Cut out TV for, you know, two days and see if you can get more silence and stillness. Remove unnecessary distractions. You know, I even watched a thing like Marie Kondo, even when she styles her bathroom, she turns the labels to the opposite side. So all you can sort of see is the back panel and it's like less cluttered on the eye. Like clean up your space. You can cut out the noise by setting limits for how much time you spend on Instagram, batching your emails. I only look at emails twice a day unless I have like a client thing pop up. I, and I like being really clear on like who you give your number out to and like setting boundaries, having a time where you turn off your phone at night, giving yourself only like one Netflix show a night or like you only get to watch TVs on the weekends or something where you can cut out the noise. Anyways, I try to live without shadow, but I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. Some people love the news. Some people have an opinion about people that don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. So no shadow. I openly own that because to me, it's so much noise. It's so much excess chatter. I can't even be in a car if there's a radio on. It is excess noise. I don't want excess noise. I just want to get tuned into the voice inside my heart. So I know that sounds a bit weird. And like a former me would have been like, 
what the hell, Kelly? How are you gonna let's live without like the pop songs from like ninety four point five? Do you know what I mean? But it's a refined practice because space and stillness is where the answers come. And if you're constantly filled to the brim with like social media and ads and marketing and TV and stimulus. It's really hard to hear the voice within because you're constantly tuned into the noise, right? So you're taking in all this external stuff and you can't really listen to what's internal. Maybe it looks like taking a week off listening to podcasts and just going for a walk by yourself in nature with a cup of coffee, you know? Think about ways in which you can start cutting out excess noise and other people's opinions. I have this extension on Facebook. It's called like Facebook Feed Eradicator. Oh, face News Feed Eradicator. That's the name. Facebook newsfeed eradicator. So when I log on to Facebook, I can't see a newsfeed and therefore I don't scroll. I have all these little hacks in my life set up in place so I don't get excess noise because I don't want it. I only want to stay focused on what I'm doing, what my calling is, my line of work. Another way I recommend for you to cut out the noise is to unsubscribe from emails from people that you don't really care about, right? So if you are getting a bunch of emails and like you're signed up to people's newsletters and you don't care about them, you're giving your time away to them by opening them or just moving them to trash, just delete it. A really great tool is called Unroll Me, which you can just unroll from a bunch of stuff at once and just keep the stuff that's really important. Like maybe your gym reminding you when the holiday hours are or like your library sending you out like, hey, you gotta return that book now keeping the important notifications, sending those to email and cutting out that noise. This also looks like boundaries with people who don't respect your dreams and respect you or respect what you want to do with your life. There is a lot of noise that comes from other people's opinions. And if you are struggling with what people think of you, I encourage you to listen to the episode I did called How to Stop Worrying About What Other People Think of You. That was a huge hit. You guys love that one. Holy cow. I appreciate you guys enjoying that one. There's so much noise from from the people that give you opinions. You know, I really encourage you to look at all the places where you get excess chatter and noise and stimuli that you don't like. Maybe that's, you know, living with a roommate you're not really happy with. Maybe that's living at home with your family and you're like, ah, I'm kind of over this. Maybe you're living with your partner and your partner is like a total messy pig and you're like, um, I maybe need my own place and we can still continue to date, but I just want my own space. Like creating a really beautiful, sacred space for you, your thoughts, and a place where there's not a lot of stimuli and it's really bare. It kind of comes back to the minimal lifestyle. I watched that documentary on minimalism a couple times and it's so eye-opening. I really encourage you to watch that. It's just about when you have less stuff, there's less noise in your life. And I have a studio apartment, so I have a small space. The furniture is all hers. It's furnished. So my stuff is really minimal. And honestly, even with my business, it's really minimal. All I need to run this thing is a computer and a microphone. That's it. When I I was looking at my computer the other day and thinking, oh my God, how the hell do I run a full business? All I have is this iMac, my Blue Yeti microphone, a binder with some of my legal and banking documents, and a second laptop, and then my phones. And then I run, you guys, I literally run all of kellytrack.com off that. That's it. That's it. That's my entire business. Some people have stores and brick and mortar stores, shipping and labels and printing and sending stuff out. All I need is like a MacBook and a microphone and that's it. I've really pared down my life to just keep what's important and be a really big minimalist, keep the things I love, have fewer better things. And that's a really big way in which I've cut out the noise. You know, Even the noise and the decision fatigue of having to figure out what you're going to wear if you have an overflowing closet of stuff and a lot of stuff you don't like, you know, 
the life-changing magic of tidying up was huge because when you get rid of stuff that you don't love in your life, you make space for what is wanted, right? It comes back to that energetic space thing that I was talking about before with the calendar. If you have a full calendar, the universe can't give you more. A huge part of, you know, me living in this current place and in my current apartment, like I got rid of so much stuff. I got rid of garbage bags upon garbage bags of stuff I was just taking to the Salvation Army or taking it to my local women's shelter or selling what I could or consigning the pieces that had value and really minimizing it to cut out the excess noise. So that is point five. Find all the ways in which you can cut out the noise that is not serving you. And this could be, like I said, online outlets or media or news or social media or Instagram to the physical things like the excess noise that comes from all the clothes in your closet that you don't like. You know, you're holding on energetically to stuff you don't need. I talk a lot about the release as a strategy in your best life. So that's module four, the release. It's probably the most powerful where in order to make space for the new, you release all the stuff you don't need anymore. And, you know, cutting out all that stimuli that is not necessary. And I know this probably sounds weird because you're like, this is supposed to be an episode on how to figure out what I should do with my life. But if you're holding on to all this stuff that does not support you and does not support your future it energetically holds you back. It keeps you tied to the past, if that makes any sense. I think previous me might not understand what that meant, (laughs) Uh, but current me, given where I am, would totally get that, right? So think about what is holding you back energetically and how you can release it. And if you need a little bit of support on that, definitely check out module four of your best life called The Release, because it's my fave. Number six is this. What would you do if you had $40 million right now? So this is an interesting question. And I bring it up because Chris and I were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. So one of our favorite shows on Netflix is Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. And I had never watched Seinfeld growing up. I'm a 90s child, so I missed that bucket of watching Seinfeld. I had only seen really Jerry's work from comedians and cars getting coffee. Obviously I know who Jerry was, but I was asking Chris like, well, how much do you think Jerry Seinfeld is worth? Like, you know, he's been doing this for years and we were looking it up and he's worth like a ton, but it kind of brought up this question of what would you do if you had that money? So he's worth on, according to Google, $860 million. But, you know, I had just guessed, oh, maybe he's worth like, I don't know, like 40 million. So that was the benchmark. What would you do if you had $40 million? So I was talking to Chris about this and he was asking me and he said, okay, Kelly, what would you do if you had $40 million? And I thought about it and I was actually really surprised by the answer. So I said, I would get a different apartment. I would live somewhere where I could face the ocean. I would go to LA for two weeks and come back home and continue to work. (laughs) That was literally my answer. Uh, Switching apartments, very easy. Going to Los Angeles. You guys, Vancouver to Los Angeles is literally like, it can be like a $350 round trip ticket. That's it. It's super cheap. It's like the cheapest holiday. (laughs) We're so close. And then I was going to get back to work. So here's the deal. I want you to answer that question for yourself. If you had $40 million, what would you do with it? What would you do with your time if you had all that money? So whatever answer you give is what you should be doing with your life right now. Seriously. Now you might be thinking, oh my God, how am I going to do that? That's crazy. Kelly, you're being ridiculous. Well, this is all a perspective and this is where the mindset work comes into play, right? Because 
It's usually stuff like, oh my God, I can't do that. Or who am I to do that? Or I'm not that good enough. I remember people would ask me, you know, Kelly, what would you want to do if you could do anything? I was in like business school at the time and people were like, well, what would you do? What's your 10-year vision? And I remember saying things like, I want to be like Danielle Laporte. If I could do any job in the world, I would want to be like Danielle Laporte. And when people would question me further, they'd be like, okay, so like create something, like start writing. My next thing was, oh my God, I can't do that. I'm not Danielle Laporte. (laughs) This is where the mindset work comes into play, right? Because we have all of these self-limiting beliefs that hold us back from doing what we really want. We say we're not good enough. We say we're not smart enough. We're not capable enough. We don't have enough time or money or resources. If you are struggling with this, I really encourage you to get that free six-day course, kellytrike.com slash mindset Six days, it walks you through how to really master that fear, that doubt, that worry, and like actually start because it's the mindset piece. Thinking back to me answering that question in, you know, university, being like, I want to be like Daniela Port. And then I would talk myself out of it again and again and again. And then that's how I wound up applying for marketing and sales jobs and being in San Francisco. What I do now is very similar to Daniela Laporte. I teach, I educate, I share. Do I have a book? No, but in other ways, I do the exact same thing, right? I have a platform where I teach, educate, and inspire. It's essentially the same thing. So I've got to where I had always wanted to go. Another thing I want to share with you is that time is a myth. A lot of people are like, you need a ton of experience to start, and you know, you need a ton of time to create something, and blah, 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 blah. This is a mindset thing again. You don't need more time. You just need to get going. If you think you are 10 years away from starting that digital ad agency, or if you think you're 10 years away from starting that floral company, start it now. Seriously, start it now. Honestly, if we are coaching together, I'll be like, start, we're going to start now. We're going to figure out the pieces and how you can start in a tiny way right now. Like, I don't really believe in the fact that you need 10 years to do something. That's a lie. Silicon Valley put everything on its head for me, which is why I recommend different environments. Because if I hadn't had the space of seeing so many people in Silicon Valley being so successful at such a young age, like literally like kids who are 19 already sold their companies and would buy like a house in like the marina in SF. You're like, "Uh, okay, this person didn't think, oh my God, I got to wait 10 years till I start my tech company. They did it when they were in high school and they dropped out and they're like, hello. You know, time is an illusion. Everything is a factor of mindset and what you believe. Because if you believe that you are strong and capable and worthy and smart, you can start it now. You know, there are so many people who started things young and you don't need 10 years to go do that thing. Do it now. Seriously, do it now. Do it now. (laughs) I'm such an advocate for doing it now because why wait? Why wait? If you know what you want to be doing in 10 years, go do it now. Worst case scenario, let's talk about worst case scenarios because you're probably thinking, oh my God, how scary. Me quitting my job and starting that floral company. Well, what if you did some flowers on the side or you did flowers for your best friend's wedding or you made some flowers and you sold them at the farmer's market on a weekend? Like what if you did something really, really tiny? Just very first, this is what I call the Silicon Valley approach, BT dubs that you learn when you enroll in your conscious empire. Before you go out there and build a whole floral business and quit your job, you ease your way into it. You prove that it's profitable and then you go. That strategy is a really important one in your conscious empire that you should not miss. (laughs) I'm not talking about taking insane ballsy risks and cashing all out and being like, I'm going to invest $100,000 into this floral company right out of the bat, take out a mortgage on my home and just do this full time. No, like just do something small, 
now. And don't give yourself the bullshit excuse that you're not talented or smart enough. If you are giving yourself those excuses, go back to the mindset work, enroll in your best life. And the worst case scenario is if you don't enjoy being a florist or you did not like doing the wedding bouquets for your friend, you just go back to working full time and you wait until you get the next inspired action on what to do next. The downside is usually extremely minimal. In our heads, we think it's this huge thing. But remember, if you are following the right strategy on starting your creative thing or doing that new thing with your life, if you're following the right strategy, aka you're enrolled in your conscious empire, if you're trying to start a little side business or you're working with a coach or you're creating something with a strategy, usually you can just create while you still work, you know? And then over time, as your idea becomes more successful or you know you're going to make money off of it or you're really loving it, then you can wean down on the hours at work. But usually we think of it as this huge demon. Like if I do this, my career that I've worked so hard to create is just going to tank. No, it's all good. And even if you went and did that floral business and you loved it and then you got tired of it in five years, worst case scenario, you go back to that corporate job. Seriously, it's not that bad. They will take you back. No problem. Seriously, good talent is hard to find. People are always like, oh my God, if I leave, I'll never get back in. They already trained you. They already like you. You're a shoe in if you have to come back. It's easy. Don't sweat that stuff. The downside is usually always very minimal. So really ask yourself, if I go for this thing that I really desire, what's the real downside? Seriously. Especially if I ease into it very slowly and test it and validate it and make sure it's really going to work and that I really like it. What's the way to create a scenario? It's usually not that bad. Ask yourself that question. So another follow-up question I want to ask you in regards to the $40 million question is what's holding you back from doing that right now? What's holding you back from that? So one of the questions I always ask for coaching clients when they apply for coaching is what's your 10-year vision? And the next question is what's holding you back from doing that right now? Because I want to know what is your inner critic telling you? Where is your mindset at? What what kind of things is your ego saying to you? Where do you think you just can't do it? Make a list of all the reasons why you think you can't go for it. Seriously, it's so important to get this stuff out on paper because sometimes when you put it out on paper and we really look at it, we're like, is that really true? And we can kind of question it a bit. And when we get it out on paper, we can see it. Sometimes we don't realize how shitty and vicious our own thoughts are until we write it out on a piece of paper and we're like, oh, that's a little bit mean. And if you have written out some things where you think they're actually really valid, like I don't have the capital to start, or I just don't think I'm good enough, then you want to go find somebody who can help you with that, right? Because everything you can solve with the right coach or strategy or program or course, if you are serious enough, you'll be like, okay, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to start a floral company. Well, could you hire a coach? Could you figure it out? Could you enroll in a course? Could you find some course on, you know, how to arrange flowers? Could you watch some YouTube videos on how to make a wedding bouquet? I think you could figure it out. So make that list of all the reasons why you're holding yourself back and then really question it. Be like, is this shit really true or am I making this stuff up? Is my ego being really hard on me? Is my inner critic just being really loud right now? Because remember, that stuff comes back to the mindset work. (laughs) So that's what I wanted to share with you today. So in summary, I'm going to whip through these one more time. Number one, stop saying, I don't know. Figure out what you do know and focus on that. Number two, hang out with people who do know what they're doing with their life and are excited about where they're going because it feels really good and heart-centered. 
Stop hanging out with people who don't know where they're going or who are going in a direction that is not appealing to you. Number three, create space. Remember, the universe needs space for it to bring new stuff into. It's like the water, right? The water in the sand. You dig the little hole. When the tide comes in, it fills the pool up with water. Number four, shake up your environment. Change your energy. Go do stuff you've never done before. Go to a new cafe, a new restaurant. Go take a one-week solo trip. Change your environment and let the new ideas unfold in that space and time you create for yourself. Number five, cut out the noise and get good at listening in to the voice that is within. And number six, ask yourself, what would I do if I had $40 million right now? And ask yourself as well, what's holding me back from doing that? So my friends, that's what I wanted to share with you today. And if you need support with your mindset, please grab that free course. So it's six days. They're all video lectures on how to master your mindset and you can snag it at kellytrack.com slash mindset and it's totally right there waiting for you. That is the show for you today. Thank you so much for being here, for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing to the show, for rating and reviewing it. If you are loving it, please make sure you upload a screenshot of this to your Instagram stories. Tag me in it. It's just at kellytrack. Forward it to a friend. That's super helpful. Like we all have those friends in our life who could use a little bit of guidance. And if you have a friend that's struggling right now, share it with them. A really great way to get more abundance and good stuff in your life is to give and give generously. And even if that's just like, hey, I was thinking of you and I, you know, I heard this awesome podcast episode and I want to share it with you, or I found this awesome blog post and I want to give it to you. It's always so meaningful when we receive those kinds of things. And if you want to support others or you want to create more meaningful relationships, if you love this episode and you have somebody in mind that could really benefit from these words, share it with them, send it their way. That stuff is always super heartfelt and really well-received. And that is the show for you today. So I so appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. I really do love you and appreciate you because I really wouldn't have this show with all these international listeners unless you came and listened to this podcast. So I want to give you acknowledgement and recognition for that. And No matter how much uncertainty you are facing in your life right now, the fact that you are even tuned into the show just is a signal that you are on your right divine purpose and plan and path. So sending you all my love and sending you big hugs. Yeah, I love you. You're my favorite. I so appreciate you. Seriously, I really appreciate you. So sending you all the love and I'll catch you back here soon. All right, my friend. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.